Estelle. Estelle's a lawyer, and she said to me, do you, do you know what that's going on about? <laughs> and I said, no, I'm not exactly sure, but I'm sure our preacher will. <laughs> so welcome to uh, Roger Sutton, who's our Anglican Commissioner. If it's easier to talk about light bulbs, we're more than happy with that. <laughs> Thank you. So do come and speak to us now. Cheers. It's really nice to be here. I, was, I used to I used to have this job at Sarah, you know, the Canterbury the earthquake thing, and um, I remember once going to a red zone meeting and asking if everybody could hear me. I was in some awful school hall somewhere, and I asked if everybody could hear me. And some old guy sitting in the front said, "I can hear you fine, but I'm very happy to swap with someone who can't." So <laughs> it's not like that today, is it? Hopefully, uh, so look, I'm 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 called Anglican Mishnah. So I'm not the city missioner. So um, Anglican care um, has kind of got two parts. There's the city mission bit, and then there's a not the city mission bit, and I'm not the city mission. Um, and the city mission is this big, well-oiled, well-organised machine that's gone on for 90 years, is it? I think it's just had its 90 years, isn't it? So, And they, they employ something like 100 people. You know, they've got people that do um, drug and alcohol stuff. They've got the night shelters. Food, budgeting, drug and alcohol programs. So very, very big, well-oiled machine. And I'm, I'm everything that's kind of outside the city mission. So we've got stuff down in South Canterbury and Ashburton where we've got volunteers that do advocacy stuff for people whose lives are average who need someone to hold their hand while they talk to ACC or go to the family court or argue with a landlord. We do grief um, grief programs down there. There's a whole lot of stuff that happens down there. Um, in this city, we've got I've got land, so we're trying to work with the ever wonderful Dame Sue Bagshaw. Can everybody just sit up a bit straighter when I say her name, please? Just sit, <laughs> but like when you say Bishop Victoria's name, everyone sit up straight, please. Um, so um, so we've brought Sue a big piece of land on um, Peterborough Street. So we're trying to we're working with her so she can build an outrageously wonderful youth hub for, for the youth whose lives are very average. We've got some other land we're trying to do some stuff with with the Methodists um, for social housing because you know housing is such a huge huge issue for a lot of people living in one place that always moving is just makes life really hard. But the thing that I'm kind of spending quite a lot of time on is light bulbs. So, um, because you're all um, well-organised, thoughtful people who run their lives off spreadsheets, you'll know that an energy-efficient LED light bulb costs about $2 a year to run, while a, a $1 light bulb costs about $30 a year to run. You all know those numbers, don't you? So, you know, a normal light bulb that you buy down the road here at New World costs a dollar and costs $30 a year to run. If you spend $10 on one of these, it will cost you about $2 a year to run, and this will last about, well, they say 35,000 hours, which is 35 years if it's on for three hours a day. So they last forever. So what we do is we're out there and we're door knocking. I know, it's good, isn't it? Who needs, who needs, who needs cassocks when you can wear one of these? Eh? <laughs> so we knock on doors. And um, we knock on someone's door in Aranui or Linwood or one of these. Sorry. No, it doesn't. No, well, so, 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 so look, I mean, never let good get in the way of perfect. 
Oh, no, no, I really mean that. It's a big, that's a big theme with me. I think in life, we spend so much time trying to make everything perfect, we just don't do nothing. Um, so we knock on someone's door. Hi, I'm Roger. This is Jenny. We're from Anglican Care. We're giving out energy-efficient light bulbs that will save you $100 a year. Would you like some? And it's pretty strange, because initially you feel a bit like a uh, Jehovah's Witness. <laughs> Nothing wrong with being a Jehovah's Witness, just, you know, it's okay. But, you know, you do feel a little bit uncomfortable, and then, then you're inside someone's house changing their light bulb. It's pretty strange. Um, and then, because I'm an old energy guy, you know, I used to run the power company here, I've chaired buddy various things in energy. So I also offer to check their insulation. And then if they own the house and there isn't insulated, we say, look, Community Energy Action will pay, have got subsidies where they'll pay 90% of the cost of insulating your ceiling. Why don't we get them around here? Um, if the house is rented, then um, we say, oh, did you know your, your ceiling isn't insulated? And they say, yeah, we, we weren't sure. They say, have you talked to your landlord? And I go, oh, I don't really talk to my landlord. And he said, would you like us to ring your landlord? I know. Of course, the ultimate program of that is we're actually training these people how to ring other people's landlords, giving them the social skills to make those hard phone calls themselves. So we do all that energy stuff. We, we are trying to find people cheaper electricity retailers. We're doing things like putting people onto day-night electricity pricing where they only heat their hot water. You know, you can imagine the sort of stuff I love doing. So, but it's pretty powerful. So the sort of stories, because we all, we all want to tell stories. So, you know, early on we meet Gulam. So there's pure energy stories. You meet Gulam, and Gulam is an Afghan refugee married to you know, a lovely Afghan woman with two small children, and they are poor as poor as poor. And with Gulam, we're saving them about $700 a year on their power bills with the stuff we've done. And for, for some of us, $700 a year is a nice amount of money. For $700 for Gulam, that's almost a life, you know, it's, make, it's an enormous amount of money. So there's the energy stories for the Gulams of this world who actually is connected into the Afghan community. He doesn't need any other social contact. Then you go meet um, Marlene, and Marlene lives um, off Aldwins Road, and she's come down from Rotorua. She's a grandmother of five grandchildren who she lives with who she says her children just dumped on her, and she's come down to look after these five grandchildren. And Marlene, um, you know, Marlene had a power bill of $1,000 when we got there. She didn't know what to do with, so we helped her sort that out. Um, and she has no wood. We've helped her sort out her wood. And in fact, the thing with Marlene is Marlene, because she's from Rotorua, she knows about wood, and she really wants to use, learn how to use a chainsaw. I know, I'm so keen. <laughs> and I kind of mean that. I mean, I'm really keen on a wood social enterprise where the Marlenes of this world learn how to use a chainsaw and provide her own wood, and she has a joy of helping provide wood for other people as well. You know, that's when we're really, really cooking with gas, where Marlene is surrounded by other grandmothers who are struggling to look after their grandchildren, and she's got the love and care of that new social circle. But also she's, she's, she's got some wood going in her place too. So the stories of Marlene are very real, and they're very wonderful. But then you also you go and meet Juanita, and Juanita is in that back of Linwood where the new fire station is, not Linwood, the back of Aranui. 
And you're in there in Juanita's house and you're changing your light bulbs and she's got three little children running around and it's quite strange what you can say. And you say, well, Juanita, the other reason we're out is you change the light bulb. He says, we're just trying to find people who are lonely and socially isolated and see how other ways we can link them up with other places where they can socialise. And Juanita goes, yeah, I'm lonely most of the time. My life is really average. Go, oh, okay. It's pretty, it's extraordinary. You know, you've been in this person's house for five minutes and you're, they're telling you this stuff. So then, you know, we go out with a sheet of all the programs that exist in the area. So that's one thing we do is work out all the programs that exist for the isolated and the lonely. And we say to Juanita, well, Juanita, here's the sheet. But I'll tell you what, um, there's two different programs in your area with mums, with small children, where they sing and dance to music. There's this one around the corner at St. Faith's. It's run by a woman called Linda. Why do we link you up with Linda? It's not very hard, really. And then we, we ring Linda, and we say, Linda, we've found Juanita. Juanita is actually pretty average in her whole quality of life. She needs, you know, she'd really like to connect. And then we're really encouraging Linda to, if necessary, go and visit Juanita so Juanita will actually get out of her crummy little housing New Zealand house and actually meet some other mums, etc., etc. But, you know, so there's the Juanitas of this world, and then there's, should I tell more stories? Do you want any of these like this? You know, th they, they go on for it. I mean, Thelma... You know, you can imagine Thelma is in her 70s. Um, you notice the shopping. It's from Pack and Save. Oh, Thelma tells you, I go once a week in a taxi to Pack and Save. You can imagine who's that. That's Graham. Where's Graham? He died six months ago. And, of course, in the old days, Graham would have had a service at St Faith's and she would have been observed. She was now a widow and she needed some love and support from the other people, but... You know, Lamb and Haywood took a lovely little service in their chapel and etc. Et am I allowed to talk like this? So, you know, so the thing about light bulbs, we've got a reason to go back. So we haven't really, you know, Thelma doesn't really, she's still not quite sure. We can go back and see Thelma and say, hi Thelma, how are the light bulbs going? Seriously, you know, that's actually an okay conversation to have. And say, well, look, Thelma, since we last saw you, we found out there's a program around the corner um, run at St. Chad's where they run a program for people with just simple exercises. They have a weekly speaker. There's a bunch of people like you. Why don't we give someone to organise a ride? In fact, I'm going there. I'll be going past next Tuesday. Why don't I give you a ride myself? So, you know, we've come from a world where people were much more connected and now we've got, especially in these sort of suburbs, people are really unconnected and it's pretty bloody grim. So we're finding that our volunteers that knocked on these 80,000 doors after the earthquake, they like this because we give them a couple of hours training about energy because everybody's interested in energy these days, aren't they? Um... So they like the energy side, but they also like our volunteers, the fact this, that they know they're, they're welcomed into these houses. It's very strange how people welcome you into their houses. It's, it's quite unusual. I mean, occasionally, if it's an afternoon, someone offers us a sherry. <laughs> so far, they've all been sweet, eh? So I've been declining them. If they've got a dry sherry, I might have gone there. You can imagine I told my, my board chair, said, Roger, have you got the health and safety plan? What does it say about accepting alcohol? It's like, 
And it's kind of interesting in this world we live in, you know, we love our health and safety plans and our health and safety plans are important and we ring the police to find out who's dodgy in the streets we go to. We don't worry all that stuff. Eh? And the police will tell us. You know, we love worrying about the Privacy Act, but the, you ring up the police or housing New Zealand, they'll say, actually, don't go into this house, don't go into that. It's very, it's, the world is pretty good in that. Well, we do, we want to keep our volunteers safe, but it's kind of interesting, this world, am I prattling too much? But, you know, it's kind of interesting, we, we love the health and safety stuff, it's just that no one's accountable for an old person dying of cold and loneliness. You know? Our young people like it. I've got one, two more minutes. Our young people like it because we can look them in the eye and tell them that an afternoon of door knocking, if you give away, install a hundred of these, you're saving as much carbon as having taken a Ford Falcon off the road forever. Strange number, eh? We can do those numbers standing here if you like. You know, a hundred of these, a hundred kilowatt hours here it saves. It's 10,000 kilowatt hours. Carbon emissions at peak times, but you know, it's, it's about the same carbon emissions as a car. So you can spend an afternoon going around car dealers looking at electric cars and then spending $25,000 on a second-hand Nissan Leaf. You could do that as a way of saving the planet. Or you could come out with me and save a bunch of people, a bunch of carbon and a bunch of money and find two or three people who are going to need some social connectedness. I wonder... I wonder if we need a prayer group to sit around for a couple of hours to work out which is more worthwhile. <laughs> or perhaps if there was a corporate environment, we'd get PwC in to spend, you know, a whole spend thirty thousand dollars on doing some analysis and which has a better payback. Eh? So we think we're on something which is pretty powerful and special, um, and it's a pleasant way of spending some time, um, of connecting with real people. And also think about, you know, as a parish, how do you want to be seen in the future? You know, are you going to invent some new programs? Are you going to find some other ways? Is it the, cha is it the chainsaw program? Is it another tiny tot? I know, we've got a fun taker for the chainsaw program here. <laughs> <laughs> but seriously, you know, isn't this what communities are about? And I'm, I'm pretty excited by it. So I want to work with parishes, people with passion. And look, you don't have to do any training. You could just say, actually... I'll give it a go. Come out for a couple of hours, a bunch of you, come out and do it. It's, it's very, very interesting. So I'm really keen to work with thoughtful, intelligent, passionate people who want to go have a go at something different. So I should have some lovely, 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 lovely finishing here, but I get so carried away. But this, this is a way of us making a difference, of us actually being counted in our communities and also just um, doing something which also has you going home feeling really positive about what you've achieved. Thank you very much for having me today. Thank you, Jenny.